Last week we looked at a question, I want us to just review it because we're going to apply it tonight to the uh, most important uh, aspect of your life, the most important thing that you have, the most valuable thing that you have of course is your time. Uh, I don't know whether anyone in this room has ever felt like they don't have enough time. Uh, anyone here has ever thought that you wish you had more time? You've ever uh, felt time is against you? Uh, tonight, if you've ever felt time is against you, we can actually turn that around. We can make time your friend, time on your side. Uh, the qu- question went something like this. And uh, Oh, here we go. There we go. Good on you. Well done. <laughs> Were you just waiting for an entrance or something? Were you waiting for a moment? Uh I thought the law, I thought it was better off living with the law, but anyway, that's all right. Uh, what's the, last week we looked at this question, uh, what's the wise thing to do in light of my past experience, my present circumstance, and my future hopes and dreams? What's the wise thing to do? Now, what's so profound about that is that your past and my past is different. So because of that, there might be some things that in your life um, aren't wise, but they're okay, it's wise for me to do it because we have different pasts. We're currently expe- expe- um, experiencing different presents. You're at a different stage of life than I'm at. There might be some things, right, um, like dancing like Sam, that would not be wise for me to do, <laughs> right? Because of our present circumstances. <laughs> I'm at a, a different stage of life than him, and if I did that, then there might be some, you know, some, some consequences that wouldn't be pretty to watch. Uh, in light of my past circumstance, uh, in light of my past experience, my present circumstance, we put up on the screen, you got it there, Cassie, uh, my future hopes and dreams. And that's so important. So important to think about where you want to be. Uh, we're going to look at this in a moment. And, 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 you know, honestly, folks, if you're 20 years of age tonight, Uh, or under and you want to be a millionaire it's not as hard as you think Uh, we're going to look at that in a moment in light of your present hopes and dreams if you have a hope about being a millionaire then that's going to be a relatively simple thing to achieve as we'll find out uh, a little bit later but in in light of those three things my past my present and my future what's the wise thing to do now I want to take that thought tonight and I want to bring it into what Paul writes about in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 5 and 16, where he says this, See then you, that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the times, because the days are evil. Let's work through this a little bit. Um, See that you walk circumspectly, not a word that we use much in our uh, um, 21st century English language, when was the last time you used the term circumspectly in a conversation? It's probably been some time. Uh, Actually, it's probably never. Uh, The concept circumspectly, uh, circumference, 360 degrees. It's kind of like walk with your eyes up, open, understanding your past, your present, and your future. See how this whole thing actually fits together. If you weren't here last week, listen to the podcast. In light of my past, my pre- work, walk circumspectly. Be aware of what is behind you, what is beside you, and what is in front of you. Walk circumspectly as a wise person does. Not as a fool, but as wise. Redeeming the times. What an interesting phrase that is. Redeem the times. Because how many of you um, know that you can, uh, if you lose a pair of shoes, you can buy another pair, right? 
Uh, if you lose a, uh, a mobile phone, you can get another mobile phone. Um, how do you redeem the time? The word redeem means to buy back. Uh, how can you buy back more time? Who would like to buy back more time? Who would like some more time? Because the idea, Paul seems to give this whole idea that you can buy time. He says, redeem the time because the days we're living in are evil. In light of my past, my present, my future, the circumspectly thing, right? What I'm going to do is ask this question, what is the wise thing to do? Now, what we ask, folks, is not what's the right thing to do, because we've been called to live above right. It's not what's the legal thing to do. We've been called to live way above what's legal, even above what's right. A lot of people, this is how they respond to their their circumstances. Uh, It's not what's the wise thing to do. It's what can I get away with? Uh, What's to my advantage? Um, How far can I go? They're not the questions to ask. Don't ask how far can I go. Don't ask what can I get away with. Don't ask, well, is it right or wrong? Don't ask if it's legal. What you want to know is, is it wise? Because we've been called to live as wise. Walk wise. Most people are controlled by their feelings, right? Have you ever thought, oh, I don't feel like going to church? Has anyone ever thought like that? Hands down? Yes, all of you. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I don't feel like going to work. I don't feel like getting out of bed. I don't fe- let, let me tell you something about feelings, right? Uh, you, you can't, feelings are like children, right? You know where this is going? Feelings are like children. Don't put them in the boot, okay? <laughs> it's not that ch- feelings don't matter. Feelings matter, right? But don't let them drive. You let them drive, you're going to finish up in a ditch somewhere. You can't let how you feel determine what you do. Now, I'm not saying feelings don't matter. Feelings have a a valuable aspect to them. Put them in a safe seat in the back back somewhere. Pay attention to them, but don't let them determine the direction or the action of your life. Walk as wise. So what is time? How do we redeem time? I'm going to tell you tonight how to redeem time. So you're going to be mighty glad you've come here because you're going to learn how to get more time than pretty much anybody else in your world who's not here because they won't understand time as you understand time in the next 15 minutes because, and time is the most important uh, uh, asset that you have. Um, you, you can always get more money. You can always get more friends. You can always get more ideas. But most people think you can never get more time. Um, but Paul seems to think here that we can indeed redeem it what is time well time is what keeps everything for happening at once how many know that <laughs> if there wasn't as much time it always happen now but it doesn't right time forces things to for, to fall in a sequential order uh some people say yesterday is history tomorrow is a mystery today is a gift that's what they call now the present exactly some people say time is money but it's not um time's more valuable than money because you can get with time 
what you'll never be able to acquire with money. Time will afford you some uh, aspects of life that money will never be able to buy you. So, how much time do you have left? Um, Some might think you have a lot of time left. Some might think you have a little time left, but the truth is you don't know. We actually describe ourselves by the time between our birth to, our, to the present. Uh, I was 55 last week, and so I describe myself as a 55-year-old. Um, you see someone on the news, you know, they'll always de- de- describe the person by the time between which they were born and the present. A 40-year-old woman was arrested or whatever, whatever, was just, you know, however it works. They always define a person by the space of time between their birth and the present. Imagine if you defined yourself between the space of time between the present and your death. That'd be a bit harrowing, wouldn't it, eh? <laughs> that might change the atmosphere in the room completely. Uh, if I could tell you how uh, my age was reflected by the time I had between now and the point of my death, it went in the reverse uh, 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 direction. That would be a, a different... But it, what it would do for me, of course, it would have, uh, allow me to appreciate my life perhaps a little bit more because I'd be able to focus on uh, the preciousness of what time actually is. Uh, Job made the observation. He said that uh, a person's days are determined. You decree the number of his months, speaking of God, you have set the limits he cannot uh, exceed. So God has given to you time. Time is a very, very precious commodity. You can count your friends. Uh, That's easy to do, I think. You can count, certainly you can count how many friends you have on Facebook or whatever. Uh, You can can count um, your money. You pretty much know how much money you have. But uh, it's very difficult to count your time. uh, We don't do it in terms of the reverse. We do it in terms of where we've come from to where we are. So this whole idea of redeeming the time, it's not about stewarding time. It's not even about managing time. It's actually about redeeming the time. There's something greater than time management that Paul alludes to here that I want to explain to you and take a few moments to do so. I'm going to give you four uh, statements of the nature of time or how time works. Uh, Then I'm going to take those four statements, thread it back into the verse, and bring an application. Okay, you might like to write these down because I dare say most of you have never thought of them before. Uh, Four statements on how time works. Once you understand how time works, I'll put it back into the verse, and we will consider how then we redeem the time. How do you buy back time? The first thought is um, that uh, investing positive time is cumulative. Investing positive time is cumulative. Let me explain what I mean by that. If you decide to exercise 30 minutes a day, five days a week, from this week on for the rest of your life, it's cumulative. It builds up. Something starts to happen in your world if you keep it up constantly. If you decide, I'm going to attend a a tribe or a small group, and you say, I'm going to attend my small group week in, week out, or fortnight, fortnight, how often it meets, and you decide to do that from this point on for the rest of uh, your days, then that's going to have a cumulative effect. Something's going to happen upon the way you live your life. If you decide 
that I'm going to read my Bible every day for 10 minutes. 10 minutes in the chair. I'm going to open my Bible up. I'm going to read. I'm going to journal, soap, scripture, observation, application, prayer. I'm going to pray, spend just a few minutes focusing on God. But I'm going to do it every day. Those things are cumulative. They add up. They change the nature of who you are. Investing small amounts of time over time is cumulative. For example, uh, if you want to learn a musical instrument and you say, for 30 minutes a day, I'm going to practice. Every day, 30 minutes. That's it. I'm going to sit down and play my guitar or, or, uh, or, or practice my, uh, my scales or, or the, the drums or whatever. I'm going to do that every day, 30 minutes a day, uh, every day for the next how many years you will change the, ca- the capacities of your life. Investing positive time over time has a cumulative effect on your life. Now, uh, negative is also cumulative. Neglect is also Cumulative. In other words, if you decide, that's it, I'm not going to exercise. Uh, and and I'll, I won't exercise uh, tomorrow, the next day, or the next day. If you decide, oh, well, I'm not going to worry about reading my Bible. I'm not going to worry about going to church. I'm not going to invest into the lives of others and have them invest into me. Then that will, cumul- uh, that will work out over time and something will happen on the inside of you. And here has been my experience. If you don't think you have the time to exercise, right, then there'll come a point in your life where you are investing more time managing the outcomes of that, 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 uh, that lack of positive input into your life. I've had people ring me up and it disturbs me. They say, can you help me? My children are off the rails. So well, how come you didn't come to church? We didn't have the, the time. And the amount of time that you're now going to spend kind of uh, fixing up the problem is now going to far exceed the time you would have put into that had indeed you done it right from the beginning. Time works over time. You take a little bit each day and you'll be surprised how much you save in the future years of your life. You see people putting an awful lot of time and effort and money into managing their health because they never took the time to be healthy. And now, later on in life, they pay a price. See, nobody gets out of life free, right? Everything has a payoff. And if you decide to be a wise person, and you're going to invest time over time, then down the track, you'll have time that other people only dream about. It's how it actually works, time over time. Now, the beauty of this, of course, is that it's not fatal if you miss. Um, if you decide, well, I'm going to exercise you know, five days a week for half an hour, but then you miss a day because it's raining, you can't go for a walk or whatever, doesn't matter. If you decide to read my Bible every day, but there's a day you don't read your Bible, doesn't matter. If you decide I'm, I'm going to, you know, go to a, a small group, but one week you don't get there, doesn't matter. And that's a good thing, and that's a bad thing. And I'll tell you why. 
because it doesn't matter, because one day makes no difference, that makes it real easy to not bother. Oh, I'll start tomorrow. It won't matter. You know? Oh, well, you know, if I, uh, it won't matter if I miss today. It won't matter. No, it won't matter. It won't matter. Um, uh, do I read my Bible every day? Probably not. I certainly read it most days. But do I ever miss reading my Bible for a day? Truth is, I, I do. I probably do. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. If you're in a habit and you do it every day, you miss a day, don't worry about it. Do I exercise every day? Well, not every day. Most days? Well, probably most days. If you can develop something in your life that you do all the time, then if you don't do it on a certain day, it won't matter. And that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Because it doesn't matter if you miss a day, it's easy to say to yourself, I'll start tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. I'll get into it next week. It won't matter. But the truth is, negative is cumulative. Every bit as much as positive is cumulative over time. Time over time. You see, you can't decide, well, I'm going to eat a calorie-controlled you know, diet for a day. <laughs> and then think, am I losing weight? Can you tell the difference? Uh, you can't say, well, I'm going to exercise. You know? So I got up really early, walked around the block, put it back into my bed, and went back to sleep. No, you can't say that. <laughs> You can't say, well, I'm going to do something one day. Can you tell the difference? You know, I've been, I prayed last week. Oh, man, I had a really good. Can you tell the difference? One day doesn't make any difference. And because it doesn't make any difference, it's, it's easy to just go, oh, well, you know, I'll, uh, I, I won't bother. Investing positive time is cumulative. Invest and neglect is also cumulative. But random, this is really important to know, random has no cumulative value at all. There's no cumulative value in random. For example, if you decide for 15 minutes a day, I'm going to watch my television every day, 15 minutes. <laughs> for 15 minutes every day, I'm going to get on Facebook or Snapchat or, or, or whatever. If, if you say, I'm just going to sleep in, I'm going to watch, you know, just watch, watch the paint dry, whatever. If you just do random things, one day this, one day that, one day this, one day that, it has no substance, there's no value to it. There's no cumulative aspect to it whatsoever. Think about it like this. If I waste 20 minutes a day, if I practice an instrument 20 minutes a day, in five years' time, in this hand, I have nothing. In this hand, I have a, gal a, a gift, a talent. Same time, but a different investment. One was random. I just do whatever I feel like. Remember, don't have the feelings in the, in the driver's seat. I don't feel like going for a walk today. I don't feel like practicing an instrument today. I don't feel like doing whatever the, the issue is today. If, if you simply respond to how you feel, in five years' time, you'll have nothing. But the Bible says to walk as wise. That's not wise. See, uh, alternatively, if you took that same 15, 20 minutes and... Um, and you invested it, over time, you have something. In this hand, you have gold. In this hand, you have poverty. That's the difference between the rich and the poor, folks. That's the difference between the wise and the foolish. That's the difference between, frankly, the weak and the strong. 
That's the difference between those who accomplish things in their life and those that don't. It's time over time. Small amounts of time over time accumulate a substantive and significant resource. Um, so what have we got? We've got investing um, positive things over time builds up. There's a cumulative effect to it. Negative or neglect also is cumulative. Random, random has no cumulative value. And the last thing that you really need to understand, I said the four aspects of time. The last thing is, um, in the areas that matter most, uh, you can't make up for misspent time. Now, some of you, you get into a bad habit because some areas this works. So let's just say you go to school, but you don't listen and um, you don't learn and then you've got an exam so you cram right so you don't go to sleep the night before and you go I mean, I've got to get my head around this because there's an exam tomorrow so you stay up all night trying to you know get the concepts get the ideas and figure it out and get it into your, into your brain uh, and you might be able to pass an exam like that and then you take that idea and you think that's how life works but it's not how life works um, you can't make up for misspent time in areas that really matter for example if you think that relationships matter, if you think that family matters, and you neglect talking to your family, right? I mean, let's just say, you know, the mum and dad and some kids or whatever, and the most important thing you do is have a meal together. And so you sit down and have a meal together every day. Let's just say you don't do that. And you don't do that for five years. You think, man, we need to make up, so we're going to sit down and have a meal for the next eight hours. Eight hours. Everyone stay at the table for eight hours, because we're going to make it up. How many of that's going to do more damage than good? How many know what I'm talking about? You can't make up for misspent time. How many? I can't go to Macca's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day this week, get to the next Sunday. Oh, boy, I've had a terrible diet this week. I need to eat five kilos of carrots to make up. <laughs> How many know that doesn't work? You can't make up for misspent time. You know, you, got, you get some guy and, and, and he eats fried food, right? He eats, you know, overeats on chips and, and hot dogs and hamburgers or whatever, whatever. Then one day he gets a real tinge of conscience, thinks, oh boy, you know, look at me. I'm so out of shape. My, my health is, you know, uh, is, is really bad. I better try to make this up. And so he goes for a run and he jogs. He thinks, I better go for, I haven't, you know, maybe I need to jog for two hours. And he kills himself. <laughs> Why? Because it doesn't work. That's not how life works. You can't make up for misspent time in things that matter. You know that saying now, the experts say now that you can't make a lost sleep is lost sleep forever. In other words, you can't say, well, I'll make up tomorrow night for the sleep I missed last night. Now experts are telling us you can't do that. If you've missed sleep, you've missed it for the rest of your life. You might get over being tired, but you can never get back misspent sleep. That's not how life works. Works. You can think, well, I need to go to the gym. You can wander around the gym. You can pull on this machine, pull on that machine. I don't really know how anything works, but anyway, at least I went, you know. <laughs> I go, oh, well, yeah, I went. Yeah, no, it was good, good. The next day, your body tells you you're stupid. Because <laughs> that's not how life works. Life doesn't work in trying to make up for misspent time by taking large slices of time. It's a little bit like this. It's a little bit like the farmer trying to cram for the harvest. How many know you can't plant a seed and ask you, how much water does that seed need before it sprouts and, and, and we get fruit? Oh, it needs so much water. Well, I'll tell you what, I can't be bothered watering every day, so I get that much water, I'll pour it on all at once. 
How much fertilizer does it need? This much fertilizer. Okay, great. Well, there's this much fertilizer. There's that much water. Okay, now it's right. How many of you know that's not how it's not how life works? Life works small amounts of time over time. Not not allowing feelings in the driver's seat. But but in light of where your hopes and dreams are, make what is the wise thing to do. Time over time is how you redeem time. Now you might be able to argue with some of those illustrations and whatever, and uh, but 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 hopefully you get the general point. It's the way God has made us. I believe is what Paul is getting at here. When he says, and we'll go back and have a look at uh, Ephesians 5.15. He says, that, so then see that you, walk, that you walk circumspectly. So in other words, see that the direction of your life, that you are moving forward with a, with a 360 degree view of where you've been, where you are, and where you will hope to be tomorrow. And don't be foolish. Don't let your emotions determine how you invest your time. Uh, I'm not going to go to church because I don't feel like going to church because they're nasty there. You know, I got offended there and now I don't feel like it. Something happened to me and now my feelings. I was talking to a guy today who was in a very difficult situation and I said to him, how are you going to manage that? And he said, God taught me something really important many years ago when I was in a work environment. And he said, there was this particular individual doing a really, a really terrible thing. He said, I decided every day I had to talk to him. Every day I had to keep the lines of communication open. Because the minute I ceased those lines of communication, my mind would start to create all kinds of negative things about him. So I had to keep, I had to push through. It wasn't what I felt like doing. It was what I had to do. Because if you allow your feelings to determine your behavior, you're not walking as wise, you're walking as a fool. Therefore, you redeem the time because the days are evil. The days will push you into random. And and they'll leave you broke, poor, bankrupted. Whereas God wants something so much more for you. How many know that this is not just how time works, this is how money works? Um, if you're 20 years of age and you got $1,000 in the bank, did you know if you put $50 a week into the bank, 50 bucks a week, that by the time you're in your 60s, you're a millionaire. <laughs> it's not that hard. If you think about it. I mean, what do you get for 50 bucks a week? You know, what do you get for 50 bucks? You might be able to take a, your friend and you might be able to go to a Thai restaurant or something and it's 50 bucks. You might be able to go to a night in the movies by the time you buy your movie ticket and your, your popcorn and your, you know, your drink and you get something to eat at the, on the way out, whatever. It's 50 bucks. 50 bucks, you know, can, you can put $50, you can lose it in just a few hours, can't you? 50 bucks does not necessarily take you a long way. But if you decided, I'm going to take $50 every week, put it in, in an investment. Every week, I'm going to take 50 bucks and put it aside. Rain, hail, or shine, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the circumstances. I'm just going to do this is the, the categoric focus of my life. And by the time you're in your early 60s, you'll have a million dollars in the bank. A million bucks. How hard is that? 
See, that's how time works. That's how money works. That's how life works. Life works in small investments done regularly over time. That is called the application of wisdom. It's not that hard. You just have to make sure that your feelings do not become the controlling aspect of your life. There is so much more value in doing something 20 minutes a day for 72 days than there is in doing something for 24 hours straight. All you simply need to do is determine in where you want to be in light of your future hopes and dreams. In light of my future hopes and dreams. Would you like to be a millionaire? Is that a future hope or a future dream of yours? Because if it is, you can do that. What, 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 what do you want in your future? Do you want to have a healthy marriage? You can do that. What does it take? It takes a few minutes each day, every day, despite how you feel. Do you want to be a spiritual giant? You can do that. How do I do that? It takes a few minutes each day, every day, despite how you feel. Do you want to develop a, a, a talent? It takes a few minutes each day, every day, despite how you feel constant deposits over time you just need to think about where you want to be spiritually where do I want to be spiritually in 10 years time because the truth is random has no cumulative value we've already established that fact so you know you play a um, uh, you know a, a video game you know you play some internet game you know you go out and you do this and you muck around over here and you do a bit of there there's no cumulative value to this you are wasting your time. And time equals life. The amount of time you have left is exactly the same as the amount of life you have left. There is no difference from your time and your life. How you spend your time is how you invest your life. Time and life are interchangeable. Right now, you're experiencing life. This is life because this is time. Time is life. Life is time. So if you want to have a great life, you want to have a wise investment of time. It's as simple as that. It's actually not that complicated. It's not that difficult when you understand how it works and you realize that in the things that really matter, my spirituality, I can't cram. I can't think, well, I've got to, you know, I'm speaking in this environment, so I better pray and, oh, God, help me, God, help me. Or I'm in a really bad situation, so I just, oh, God, get me out of here, get me out of here, get me out of here. And, and, and you kind of, you know, you see people do this, don't you? It's kind of like they make all these bad investments, bad investments, and then they're starting to reap the, 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 uh, the, the outcome of those investments, and they use that time to pray. So like, God, you know, please take away the consequences of my actions, please. God, if you remove the consequences of my actions, I promise I, I'll, I'll be better in the future and I'll sow uh, better actions to reap a better harvest. And uh, where does that leave us? How does, that, how does, that, how does God answer those prayers? Because prayer is not about getting God to do stuff. Prayer is about you uh, learning to, um, to understand who God is. That's what prayer is about. Prayer is about the transference of who God is into your life. It's not about, oh God, I'm in trouble, please help me get me out of here. Now, you know, he may answer that prayer, but that's not what prayer is about. You need to think about where you want to be physically. 
um, uh, you know, um, where will you be in 10 years' time physically if you keep the, your current trajectory going? Uh, I, I was told once in my 30s that when you time you get 40, in your early 40s, you know, you start to put on a pudge and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I said, I resist that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and now I'm 55. And, and it, it, just small amounts of time, over time, despite how you feel. That's the thing. If, it's, if, you, if you revert back to your feelings, then you, 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 you're not going to hit the direction where you want to land. It's just a matter of saying, where do I want to be physically? Where do I want to be relationally? Who matters to me? Who in my life actually matters? Then what I do is I say, you know something? I have to, I'm going to spend a little bit with that person. You don't have to, you don't have to hang out their house all day, every day. But a little bit. Each day over time. That's how relationships are built. Not just, you know, um, occupying a person's whole day, you know, once, once a year. But a little bit each day over time. Builds a relationship. So who, do you, who is important to you? Um, who's where you want to be? And uh, because nothing affects your life like relationships. So who do you want to be like? Determine that. See if you can spend a little bit of time with that person uh, each day, every day, or most days. And if you miss out, as I said, uh, I said earlier, that you know, if you miss a bit here, it doesn't matter. If it's a, if it's a pattern, then, then a, uh, a break in the pattern, for whatever reason, makes the difference. Professionally, where do you want to be? What is it that you do? What do you want to be good at? What do you want to be known for? Um, what aspect of your life would you like to shine? I'll tell you how to, how to make that happen. Put some investment into it. Not a, not, a, not a whole lot of investment in one go, but a little bit. A little bit tomorrow, a little bit the next day. But the problem is you get up and think, well, if I don't do it today, it won't matter, and it won't. And you know something, I've, I've seen this, you know, I, I've dieted for a whole week and I can't even tell, you know. I went to the gym, every, you know, three days last. I've been going to the gym now for, for a month and I can't tell. It's, it's not about looking for immediate results. Because that's not how life works. It's about small amounts of time, over time, for a time, and it literally changes who you are. Don't be a fool. Don't be like the rest of the world who simply gets tossed about on their current emotional position. I feel like it. I don't feel like it. No, no, you decide who you want to be, what you want to have, where you want to go. Take a small percentage and invest it today, and then do it tomorrow, then do it tomorrow, and it will change your future in light of my past experience, in light of my, in light of my, my past, my present experience, my future hopes and dreams. What's the wise thing to do? Not what's the right thing to do. Not what's the legal thing to do. Not what can I get away with. But what's the wise thing to do? Why don't we be those people that Paul is encouraging us to be? Let's be men, women who walk in wisdom. And let's be men and women who show the wisdom of God in our life to the world. Let's stand, we're going to pray. 
Father, Lord, I know there are people in this room who have made decisions purely based on emotion. Lord, there may be people in this room that stopped coming to church a while back because they didn't feel like it. Maybe, maybe people in this room that stopped reading their Bible because they didn't feel like it. There may be people who stopped uh, doing all kinds of positive things because it didn't seem to be making much difference in their life and they stopped doing it and really couldn't tell. And the cumulative value of their behavior started to dwindle, dwindle away. Lord, tonight I, I, I pray for every person in this room, Lord, that we'd be able to, to determine the kind of people we want to be, break that down into small daily deposits and start to build into that future hope and future dream that we will be the wise men and women of God who solve the problems of this world. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. We're going to sing. Thanks, guys.